Hallelujah. Log Talk Radio.
never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will become weak and tired. And young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They'll soar high on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint.
Father God, we just praise and honor you. We thank you for the brethren, Lord. We thank you for the brothers and sisters in Christ. Praise God. Bless them, Lord. Lift them up and strengthen them, Lord. We pray that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us, Lord. We pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit be upon us, Lord. That we can hear your voice, Lord. That you will bring the Logos, the Logos word. And you will make it come alive and be a Rima word in our hearts, O oh Lord. And in our minds, I pray. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, authority of Jesus Christ, that you protect the Lord's hour. Lord, that you protect the computers and the phones and the connections and the airways. Clear the airways, I pray, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, clear the airways of anything that the enemy would try, any of the strategies or schemes of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we rebuke you, Satan. This is no place for you. This is the Lord's hour. This is the Lord's time. And it's all glory to the Lord Jesus. We rebuke you and bind you from the Lord's hour. And from the hearts and minds of people who are seeking truth. Open their eyes, O oh Lord. Take the blinders off their spiritual eyes and ears. Open their heart, Lord. Let them hear you knocking on their heart's door, I pray. Father, we thank you that you draw people to Jesus, your son. Hallelujah. The Savior of the world. Praise God. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you for this night. And, Lord, that we humble ourselves before you. And, Lord, we, we pray for the applied blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour and over each heart and mind, Lord, that is seeking for truth, the ones that are hungry, the ones that are lost, the ones that are thirsty, Lord. Oh, Father, that you will give them meat to eat, and you will give them living water to drink. And, Lord, we just give you all the glory and praise. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. God reigns here, brothers and sisters. Our God reigns here. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. I've, I've got it.
ground in Jesus' name, cause I can't
And know this, brother, sister, know this for sure. The battle belongs to the Lord, but we can do nothing without Christ. Amen. Let me try again. There we go. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Know who we have to trust. Amen. Praise His name. Fashioned against us will stand. Amen. The battle belongs to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. The power of darkness comes in like a flood. The battle belongs to the Lord. Amen. He's raised up a standard, the power of His blood. The battle belongs.
respect for him, but we glorify and worship the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That we know the enemy is wise and old, and he knows that he has plans and schemes, and he's very shifty, and he's very deceitful, and he's very sneaky, and he's very crafty. But Jesus is greater than him. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You, you, you pick it up that anointing, baby, that you're going to start typing things when I'm saying them. Get ready to say them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I know what he is, but Jesus is greater. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's get to the message. Praise God. Of real life. Reality of real life. Shalom, brothers and sisters, grace and mercy and truth from God the Father and our Lord Jesus, empowered by the mighty Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, and all that are listening, it is time for a dose of reality, the true reality of life. The Lord wants you to know that there is a spiritual realm. There is another dimension in this world and beyond. Amen? It is time to quit believing it's time to quit believing that these things you are seeing in movies, on video games, on videos, and any kind of entertainment, or even you read about the spiritual realm and the, be the, the beings of these things are just a fantasy world. This is a lie from hell. The spiritual realm is very real, and believers need to understand this in such a time as this. You need to know who you are in Christ, that there is a natural world and there is a spiritual world. They intersect here on this world, in our lives daily. Jesus, when he was here to bear witness to the truth, was first trying to tell the Jews, God's people, that the words that I say are spirit and truth. Rema words, brothers and sisters. Rema words from the God. Amen? Jesus' ministry was about breaking down and destroying the works of the devil. He came to set the captive free. Hallelujah. Amen. He came and was healing and people being set free from the excuse me, slavery of sin and Satan. Brothers and sisters, what Jesus was dealing with was not natural things. No, it was spiritual. Yes, it manifests in the natural by sicknesses and infirmities, by people acting crazy, mean, and angry, people out of control, doing things irrationally. Today, brothers and sisters, just today, I was looking on Facebook, and they had a story about an area we just came out of, of a man at a Flying J store where he was confronted from the police, and he shoots himself. He kills himself right there with the right there when he's getting be confronted at a gas station on a road down by Houston Highway 59. Now that's crazy. I don't know the rest of the story about his life and everything, but there's people doing crazy stuff. God have mercy. There's an example. Amen. But when Jesus showed up, things changed. People were changed. People were healed and delivered. The word of God said that all who were oppressed of the devil were delivered and all 
the infirmities that was caused by the devil were healed. Wake up. God's people, our adversary, the devil, is a spirit. His demons are spirits. The principalities and powers of the air are spirits. Yes, they manifest in this natural world. I just mentioned, they are real, and you better know that as a believer. Amen? The Lord wants you to know tonight, but these for these last days, that you as a son and daughter of Christ, the body of Christ has authority over this realm through his mighty name and his cleansing blood. Amen? What I have been hearing this week, Oh, glory to your name, Lord, your presence. This weekend is believers not knowing their authority. Believers not knowing that you can go to Jesus for all things. People I know and people I work with, the first thing they do with whatever they are facing, try to solve or correct with their natural means or man-made ways. This is a lie that the devil has used for a very long time. The Word of God says, my people, the ones who are supposed to know the truth, die because of their lack of knowledge. Brothers and sisters, you have, you have to seek the spiritual things the Lord Jesus is trying to show you and teach you. You have to study thyself to be approved in right standing with God. The first one you should go to when you face any sickness, problem, or spiritual attack is the Father in Jesus' name. You have to remember that this world is a falling world. You deal with lost and sinful people, all the things you seek to help you. Yes, not all people that have the answers or who are doctors or whatever situation you're in. Yes, some are believers. But even remember, they have the flesh still. Only Jesus has overcome the world. Jesus is sinless, and he is perfect. Amen? Brothers and sisters, the Lord wants us to seek him. He wants us to come to him first in all things of our life. Let me share with you who he is. Jesus is Savior. Jesus is Deliverer. Jesus is Healer. Jesus is Lord and King of Glory. Jesus is the one who has the keys of death and hell. Jesus has all authority. Amen. Jesus is the Lord and has, over, has authority over all the works of the devil. Reality check of real life and hear this well. The devil, his evil spirits, his demons, and the fallen angels are defeated foes. They answer to their conqueror, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. You need to know this, and you need to know who you are in Christ as a believer and an ambassador for the kingdom of God, a soldier in the Lord's army, and a son and daughter of God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. Hang on, brothers. Just there's something come up on the page. Babe, can you see you can get that off? I don't know what the world that is. I ain't never seen that come up before. Yeah, we need to stop, stop the distraction. 
Yes. Father, we pray. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for the uh, uh, the things that the enemy is trying to throw against us as we bring your word and truth. We pray for the distractions to cease in Jesus' name. We rebuke and bind the distractions and the schemes and the little sneakiness of the enemy in Jesus' name. We pray for the angels of God to watch over us. We pray you send your mighty angels, O oh Lord. And, Lord, we just give you all the glory and praise that, Lord, you will intervene and you will bring peace and calm, Lord, as we are studying your word and hearing what you're saying to us by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name, brothers and sisters. Just keep praying. Hallelujah. Pray over the the service in the Lord's hour. Amen. So the first thing we will look at the look at these words. What tells us who we are, the reality, not some fantasy as the devil would have you believe. Amen. Reality a real spiritual world of evil spirits and the devil and the Holy Spirit and the mighty angels of God. Amen. Meaning of spiritual. This is the meaning of spiritual. Relating to the spirit or soul as distinguished from the physical nature. Relating to spirits or to supernatural or spiritualistic. Hallelujah. Amen. That's right, Sister Mary. Praise God. That is true. Praise God. What did the Lord say about this? Let's look at his mighty word of truth. Amen, brothers and sisters. I can tell you now, you have to get into God's word and dig in search to know about this. You can't skim over this or take God's word like fast food or this culture of hurry up, have to keep moving and be busy. No, you have to be still and know that he is God. You have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to you. Amen? This is another deception and lie of the devil. The Lord never intended us to be, have a complicated life or overwhelming life or a busy life all the time. Yes, we all get busy sometimes, but not all the time. We have to stop and rest too, and that means rest in the Lord. Seek rest and refuge with Him. Amen. So let's look what let's look. Uh, uh, let's excuse me. Let, so let's see what the Lord says about this. Amen. Go to John chapter six. John chapter six, verses sixty through sixty-three. Amen. John chapter six, verses sixty through sixty-three. Hallelujah. We'll be mainly using the Amplified Bible, baby. Okay? Okay? John 6, verses 60 through 63. Amen. When many of his disciples heard this, they said, this is a difficult and harsh and offensive statement. Who can be expected to listen to this? But Jesus, aware that his disciples were complaining about it, asked them, Does this cause you to stumble and take offense? What then will you think if you see the Son of Man ascending to the realm where he was before? 
who gives life. The flesh conveys no benefit. It is of no account. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people take a lot of stock in this temporal world, brothers and sisters. They take a lot of stock in, in their body and flesh. <laughs> you see what the Lord thinks about it. The flesh is no account. No, it's bankrupt. It's like bankrupt. It don't have anything in account. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me see where I'm at here. Praise God. It's a, the words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, providing eternal life. Now, look what he says next. This is the key to understanding and trusting the Lord Jesus. Amen. John 6, 64 and 65, baby. Amen. That's all right. Uh, John 6, uh, 64 and 65. Now, I did uh, 60 through 63. It's all right. Amen. He's gone. But still, there are some of you who do not believe and have faith. For Jesus knew from the beginning who did not believe and who would betray him. And he was saying, this is the reason why I've told you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him. That is, unless he is enabled to do so by the Father. Amen. The Father draws the people to the Son by his mighty Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Spirit does mean something. The Spirit is somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. To believe and know there is a spiritual realm, know that the spiritual realm affects our lives here and will for all eternity. You have to have faith. You have to believe the Lord. Quit trying to figure out and breaking down everything the Lord teaches us. Just believe and have faith in him and know that it is real. This is what is wrong with the Western culture. They want to understand and figure out everything. Instead, have a hands-on approach that you see and you hear what the Lord says and believe it and apply it in your life. Put it into action. Just obey and do what the Lord wants you to do. Grow up. You don't have time to be a baby anymore. You have to quit desiring only milk from the bottle. You need to have meat from the Lord. You need to desire the Spirit of God, the gifts of the Spirit, to be able to minister and operate in the spiritual realm. Amen? Look at the other part of this. There is order in the kingdom of God. Almighty God, our loving Father, he is the one who reveals Jesus, his son, to us. Amen? Jesus recognized the authority of God the Father. The Father has all authority. He reveals Jesus to us, who he truly is to each of us through his mighty Holy Spirit. He is the one who will tell his son when to go and get my children. He is the one who has highly exalted Jesus above all names that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, all knees of men in all spiritual.
spiritual beings too. They will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise his holy name. Yahweh. Elohim. Elonai. Amen. Amen and amen. Glory to his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Paul writes about this too. Amen. Let's look. Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. The armor of God. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw you strength from him and be empowered through the union with him. Hallelujah. In the power of his full, I mean, boundless might. His boundless. There is no bounds for the Lord. Boundless. Hallelujah. His might. Put on the full armor of God. For his precepts are like the splendid armor of heavily armored soldier. So that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and strategies and deceit of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with the physical opponent, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against spiritual forces, forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural places therefore put on the complete armor of god so that you will be able to successfully resist stand your crown in the evil day of danger and having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place fully prepared victorious hallelujah Stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart, and having strapped your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with a firm footed stability. And readiness produced by good news, by the good news. Above all, the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all, there's that word again, all, A-L-L means all, the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise is one of a name. Praise God. So according to Paul, and in conclusions to the Ephesians, and us, brothers and sisters, we are all believers too. To you who are seeking about Jesus and salvation out there, know this. There is a spiritual enemy who has you as a slave and a prisoner. You think you control your life? Well, I have news for you. You are a prisoner and a slave to your flesh. You who are not born again to a new life, of a spiritual life that Christ gives us, you are lost and you are the walking dead. So listen well. You want to be born again? You want to know freedom from sin and any addictions in your life? 
You want to be saved and delivered from the evil taskmaster Satan? Then call on the name of the Lord with your whole heart and ask him, Jesus, save me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean with your cleansing blood. I need you, Lord Jesus. I give my life and my future to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the most important thing I can tell you that there is a spiritual realm and a real enemy. It is a it is a spirit, not flesh. The, the real enemy is a spirit, not flesh, but spirit. Amen. These spirits manifest in the flesh by possessing or controlling the lost sinners who are not born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. They can manifest in different ways through the things that the Lord said to kill, steal, and destroy. Through sickness, infirmities, addictions, confusing thoughts, confusing thoughts, lustful thoughts, hate, lying, doubt, unbelief, and of course, pride. These all affect the, the sinners, and they try to affect us too, brothers and sisters. But we have the authority over sin, the flesh and Satan, by Jesus Christ. Amen. Go to Luke 10. Luke 10, verses 17 through 20. Praise is one of a name. Hallelujah. The joyless, the joyous results. Results. God, if I could talk right tonight. The joyous results is the caption for this scripture. Hallelujah. The 70 return saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all, there's that word again, all the power of the enemy, Satan, and nothing will in any way harm you. Nevertheless, listen to this, brothers and sisters, this is even more important than, the, and than uh, uh, overcoming the enemy. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written, are recorded in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What does it say? Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. Rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. That's a good reason to rejoice. That your names are recorded in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. That your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Right here, brothers and sisters, these disciples were given authority over all the enemy. How much are you? You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. You are family of God. You are saints and servants of God. So you too have this authority. Start acting like it. You have authority, each of you. Start acting like children of God. Start acting like and following Jesus. Wake up to reality. There is a spiritual realm, not just fantasy world. Amen? Another proof that Jesus, when he speaks, he is speaking spiritual words. Amen? In verse 19, he says, tread on. 
You stomp on serpents and scorpions. A reference to demonic powers, spirits. Just like the real serpents and scorpions in this world, that we know that they are a predator, that we smash them, crush them with our feet, or cut their heads off, or cut off their heads. Amen? So we too believe what Jesus says about these spirits, that they are enemies. We rebuke and bind them, even tell them to go in Jesus' name. Amen? In the next verse, see how pleased and excited that his disciples believe this and have faith in the Lord Jesus. They just listened and went and did. They didn't question it or doubt it. They just put their faith in action. Amen? This is what the Lord wants from you and me today. Amen? Look at his response. Hallelujah. Listen to this response. This is what you want the Lord to be saying about us. Amen? Luke 10, verse 21. That same hour rejoiced Jesus in the Spirit and said, I confess unto thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou has hid these things from the wise and understanding and has revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, because it so pleased thee. Amen. I pray we make the Lord rejoice as we live and serve him too. Amen. Hallelujah. That should be our heart cry, brothers and sisters. That should be our heart cry. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. You know what, uh, um, let's see, what is it? Rejoicing means, brother, sister, I think the word in, uh, in Hebrew, what rejoicing means, it means spin like a top. It means <laughs> spin like a top. He's so excited. The Lord just spins like a top. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his name. All right, let's move on. Another place Paul shares about this is in Corinthians, amen? 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6. Praise his wonderful name. Thank you, Lord, for revealing your truth. Hallelujah, Lord. Apply it to our hearts, we pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, teach us and guide us. We can do nothing without you. Praise your wonderful name. Verse 4, I mean, excuse me, 2 Corinthians uh, 1 through 6, uh, chapter 4, baby. Therefore, since we have this ministry, just as we receive mercy from God, granting us salvation, opportunities, and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose our motivation. But we have renounced things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery, adulterating the word of God, but by stating the truth openly and plainly. We commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is in some sense hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only to those who are perishing. Among them, the God of this world, little g, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, 
and ourselves merely as your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of the glory and majesty of God, clearly revealed in the face of Jesus. Hallelujah. The face of Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Reveal yourself, Lord. Hallelujah. And we seek your face, Lord. Hallelujah. And we know of your glory, Lord. We know of who you are, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That you're personal to each one of us, Lord. Oh, Lord, we need that. We need that, Lord. It needs to be personal and intimate, Lord. It has to be close and true. Oh, help us, Lord. Brothers and sisters, so clear. Talking about eyes. But this is talking about their minds. This is where his lies and deceptions come to where you think and understand knowledge. Where you choose and make decisions. So we are sharing good news to them that are perishing that you don't have to perish or die. You can have life everlasting through Jesus Christ. Here, the Spirit of God speaking to you tonight. You have come to a place where you can hear the truth, a place the Lord has raised up for such a time as this, a refuge, a place of truth and good news. You don't have to stay under the thumb of the devil. You can be set free. The chains and blinders can be taken off. That you can have salvation, hope, and peace. You can have the greatest thing God has ever given. Unconditional love. Pure love. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, let it happen, O oh Lord. Let the people come. Let the lost come and be found, O oh Lord, I pray. Let the perishing Come and be saved and have life, O oh Lord, I pray. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Lord, draw them in, I pray, Father. Holy Spirit, move upon them, I pray. Your mighty Spirit that moves out through all the land like a mighty rushing wind. Hallelujah. Let it breathe. Let it, let it, let it blow, O oh Lord. Let it blow through their houses, O oh Lord. Let it blow toward their hearts and minds, Lord. Oh, Lord, let them receive, receive of the mighty Holy Spirit who brings life, hallelujah, brings the truth of the Lord Jesus and the word of God to life in people's lives, I pray, Lord. That even goes deeper, not just in the mind, but your heart too. Let's look at this, Matthew 13, 24 through 30. Weeds among wheat or tares among wheat verse 24 24 through 30 jesus gave them another parable to consider saying the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field but while his men were sleeping his enemy came and sowed weeds resembling wheat among the wheat and went away so when the plants sprouted and formed grain, the weeds appeared also. The servants of the owner came to him and said, Sir, did you not know, I mean, did you not sow good seed in your field? Then 
how does it have weeds in it? He replied to them, an enemy has done this. The servants asked him, then do we want, do you want us to go and pull them out? But he said, no, because as you pull out the weeds, you may upright uproot, excuse me, uproot the wheat with them. Let them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, first gather the, the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, and but gather the wheat into my barn. want to share with you the Holy Spirit showed me that Pastor Greg Laurie was shown by the Holy Spirit about tares. Amen? What exactly is a tear? Here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed. The night as the workers slept, the enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. Matthew 13, 24-25. Jesus told a story known as a parable of the wheat and tares. In this particular story, he talked about a farmer who planted a crop of wheat. And during the night, his enemy, I mean his enemy, excuse me, his enemy, probably or competitor, probably a competitor, excuse me, came along and sowed tares or weeds among the wheat. Tares that Jesus described in this parable are also known as darnel seed, which looks almost exactly like wheat in the beginning stages of its growth. But after it grows a little more, it becomes evident that it is a weed, and it actually uproots the wheat. When one of the farmer's workers asked him, shall we pull out the weeds? The farmer replied, no, you'll hurt the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters, to sort out the weeds and burn them and put the wheat in the barn. Jesus told this story to point out that there are people in the church who have infiltrated our ranks. While there is wheat, there is also tares. We don't know who is who necessarily. You will find them sitting side by side in a pew, breathing the same air, singing the same songs. One may be a believer, while the other may be unbeliever. One may be wheat, and one may be a tear. We always will have people who infiltrate our ranks. The Ananiases and Sapphiras, the Judas Iscariots, the satanic plants that undermine the word of God. But it is not our job, it is not our job to weed those people out. We don't see a person's heart. Our concern should not be who the hypocrites are, but whether we are hypocrites ourselves. Our job is to take care of ourselves, to take heed and make sure that we are true believers. So true, brothers and sisters. Wolves in sheep clothes too. Be very alert and wise to anyone you listen to or who has influence in your life. Amen? Now let's listen to what the Lord says as he explains the parable. Amen? Matthew 13, 36-43. The weeds explain. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples came to him saying, 
explained clearly to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, verse 37, The one who has sowed the good seed is the son of man, and the field is the world. And as for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of age, and the reapers are angels. So just as the weeds are gathered up and burned in the fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, those things by which people are led into sin. And all who practice evil, leading others into sin, and will throw them into the furnace of fire in that place where they'll be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. And a fire in the furnace, brothers and sisters, that the Lord says keeps burning, burning, and burning, God have mercy. Then the righteous, those who seek the will of God, will shine forth, radiated the new life, radiating the new life, like the sun in the kingdom of the Father, who has ears to hear, let him hear, and heed my words, the Lord says. This is about the wheat in the tares or weeds. The Holy Spirit wants you to hear this too. Remember these words are spirit and truth. The Lord uses parables so he can identify what he is talking about. So the kingdom of heaven is like a farmer planting, amen? This is really talking about the spiritual reality in our lives. Now, back to what the Lord also wants you to know. Very important, amen? The heart, I mean, this is a heart matter too, amen? Go to Matthew 13. Matthew 13, 3 through 9. He told them many things in parables, saying, listen carefully. A sower went out to sow seed in his field. And as he sowed, some fell beside the road between the fields, came and ate it. The other seal fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And at once they sprang up, and because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they torched, and because they had no root, they withered away. The other seed fell among thorns, and thorns came up and choked them out. Other seed fell on good soil and yielded grain, some a hundred times as much as was sown, some sixty times as much, and some as thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my word. That's what the Lord Jesus is saying. A lot of people need to do that this day in this world. Amen. Now, in the same chapter, Jesus explains the significance of this. Amen? Matthew 13. Hallelujah. The Lord is his. We're staying in this chapter because it's powerful. Matthew 13, 18 through 23. The sower explains. Verse 18. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord. Woo! It's warm, brothers and sisters. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Listen then to the meaning of the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of God regarding salvation and does not understand and grasp it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has sown in his heart. This is the one seed was sown beside the road. The one on whom the seed was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and at once welcomes it with joy. Yet he has no substantial root in himself, but he is only temporary. And when pressure and persecution comes because of the word, immediately he stumbles and falls away, abandoning the one who is the source of salvation. That sounds like the, uh, I think the, the Ephesus church that turned away from their first love need to come back to their first love. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise his name. And the one whom the seed was sown, uh, sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, the worries and distractions of the world, and the deceitfulness, the superficial pleasures and delight of the riches choke the world, word, and it yields no fruit. And the one whom the seed was sown on the good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands and grasps it, indeed bears fruit and yields some a hundred times as much was sown, some sixty times as much and some 30. So again, brothers and sisters, God looks at the heart. It is a heart matter. The Lord, the Lord, where you are, where your heart is, I mean, excuse me, where your heart is, there is your treasure. The Lord said, where your heart is, there is your treasure. What you long for, what you want, what brings joy and gladness, what gives you peace and hope, the greatest treasure we all truly seek one way or another is to be loved. Yes, baby? Uh, brothers and sisters, join me. We need to pray for uh, 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 for Sister Brenda, please. Uh, join me in prayer. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you help your daughter. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen her knees and help her and give her strength. Lord, and help her, renew her, refresh her that she can serve you tonight, Lord, that she can overcome the, her body by the spirit of the living God. Lord, I pray you touch her and lift her up, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for you are the great physician, Lord, and that you can heal and renew and strengthen in your mighty name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Help her, Lord. Give her peace and give her strength in your mighty name, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. No one wants to be lonely. They seek to be with someone, or as we see here at our apartments, they will get a pet to be with, with and love and to be loved by this pet even. The one who can give you this genuine, pure love is the Lord Jesus. He showed his love toward us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. We were enemies of God, and he still loved us. He didn't just speak words of love and life. 
He put his love in action by pouring out his life and blood on the cross for each of us. His love, arms wide open, nailed to a cross with our sin and filthy rags. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And his love did not stop there. Oh, no. How much does he love us? He arose the third day, defeating and conquering the grave, death, and hell, our mortal enemies that we face without any answer to them. But through our loving Lord Jesus, we do have victory over them, each one of us. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? There is none for them. Jesus has defeated them, and they can be defeated in our life too. You just have to stand up in your authority through Jesus' faith. In faith, tell them you are defeated. Oh, you have no place in my life or heart. In Jesus' name, amen. But Jesus speak. He speaks his words to spirit, amen. Go to Matthew 13. <laughs> you like staying in Matthew 13? Praise God, baby. Matthew 13, 10 through 14. The caption is an explanation. Then disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the crowds in parables? Oh, listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is powerful. Jesus replied to them, To you, to you, brothers and sisters, to you, children of God, to you, true believers, you disciples, you family of God, you sons and daughters of God, it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been granted. For whoever has spiritual wisdom, because he is receptive to God's word, to him more will be given, and he will be richly and abundantly supplied. But listen to this. But whoever does not have spiritual wisdom because he is devout, he has devalued God's word, even what he has will be taken away from him. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables. Because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. And while having the power of hearing, they do not hear nor do they understand or grasp spiritual things. Verse 14. In them the prophet Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You will hear, keep on hearing, but never understand. And you will look and keep on looking, but never comprehend. There you see how important the word of God to our lives. There do you see how important the word of God is to our lives? Do you see how important it is to get spiritual understanding of the Word of God by the Holy Spirit? The Lord says those who are receptive, those who have faith and believe His Word, trust Him, more will be given. Amen? The ones who devalue the Word of God don't have time for it or say it is not important, has no value in these modern times. The Lord says what they will have will be taken away from them. God have mercy. Now here is a word for our nation and other nations of the world for such a time as this. Matthew 15. 
For this nation's heart has grown hard, and with their ears they hardly hear, and they have tightly closed their eyes. Otherwise, they would see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn to me. And I would heal them spiritually. Amen, Lord Jesus, amen. Not sure the nations will, but each of us can. Amen. Hear this word of encouragement and promise from the Lord to those who love him and his word. Matthew 13, 16, 17. But blessed, spiritually aware, and favored by God are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, many prophets and righteous men who were honorable and right standing with God long to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear you hear and did not hear it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have op- that you that we have open hearts to your truth, lies, and we are blessed because of you in our lives. Hallelujah. Emmanuel, God is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. We're good. We're rolling. One more place about the spirit realm is from the Apostle John. Amen. First John 4, 1 through 6. Testing the spirits. Beloved, do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-claimed prophet. Instead, test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets, many, now hear that, many false prophets and teachers have gone into the world. By this you know and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ has actually come in the flesh as a man is from God. God is its source. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus, acknowledging that he has come in the flesh, but would deny any of of the Son's true nature, is not of God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. Little children, believer, believers, dear ones, you are of God, and you belong to him and have already overcome them. The agents, the agents of Antichrist, because he who is in you is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world of a sinful mankind. They who teach twisted doctrines are of the world and belong to it. Therefore, they speak from the viewpoint of the world with its immoral freedom and baseless baseless theories demanding compliance with their opinions and ridiculing the values of upright. In the gullible one of the world listens closely and pay attention to them. We who teach God's word are from God. 
energized by the Holy Spirit, praise God. And whoever knows God through personal experience listens to us and has a deeper understanding of him. Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. By this we know without doubt the spirit of truth motivated by God and the spirit of error motivated, motivated by Satan. There it is, brothers and sisters, very clear, a very clear contrast between God and the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John explains this very well by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Love this from the AMP version. We who teach God's word are from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You did not leave us alone. You did not leave us comfortless. You have given us your mighty Holy Spirit. You live in our hearts, Lord Jesus, by your Spirit. Amen. So now we see a clear understanding, a real dose of reality that there is a spiritual realm and that we are affected by it daily. And we should understand it in our daily lives through the Word of God and brought to life by the Spirit of God. Amen. Now we will study and learn about our authority in Jesus' name. Amen. The word authority, what does it mean? The power to determine jurisdiction, the right to control, command. Do you hear what this is saying? We have authority in Jesus' name. We have the right to control and command the enemy, to tell them to leave and go, to rebuke them, to bind them, to tell them let go whoever we're praying for as the Lord leads. You represent the Lord Jesus. We are ambassadors for Christ. Hallelujah. Go to 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 19. Praise is one of our name. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Praise is one of our name. Amen. Verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from the human point of view. According to worldly standards and values, that we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old thing. The old thing, the previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example we might bring others to him. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that is, restoration 
to the favor of God. Amen. Hallelujah. What can you say to that? That's so powerful. God's word is truth. He wants, he wants you to know your authority in Christ. He wants to know who you are in Christ. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. Be encouraged by the word of God. So because of this being a new creation, born again from above, spirit of God, now we are ambassadors for Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through 21. Verse 20. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. And we, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to be judicially be sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him in place and right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Hallelujah. We come in the name of the Lord. We are representatives of the kingdom of God. We have authority given to us by Jesus Christ and empowered by his mighty Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me tell you plainly, the Spirit of God has a final word in all things, especially the spiritual realm. The devil, the demons, the principalities, and the powers of darkness cannot in any way stand up to the mighty Holy Spirit. Amen? Oh, yes, brothers and sisters. He lives in us. He is right there with you. Fear not the devil or the demons of hell. Resist. Resist. Let me get this head pulled here. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Believe me, you need to do this daily. Amen? Right here, the Holy Spirit wants you to know this and hear this song for such a time as this. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me find it here, brothers and sisters. Praise is one of a name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Right here, brothers and sisters. Did you know the same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives in you? I can see what is raging at my feet. I can feel the breath of those surrounding me. I can hear the sound of nations rising up. We will not be overtaken. We will not be overcome. I can walk down this dark and painful road. I can face Every fear of the unknown I can hear All God's children singing out We will not be overtaken We will not be overcome
His promises are true in His strength. There is nothing we can't do, yes we know. There are greater things in store, we will not be overtaken, we will not be overcome. Jesus heard this, he was amazed 
and said to those who were following him, I tell you truthfully, I have not found such great faith as this with anyone in Israel. I say to you that many Gentiles will come from the east and west and will sit down to the feast at the table and enjoy God's promises with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven because they accepted me as Savior. While the sons and the heirs of the kingdom, the descendants of Abraham, who will not recognize me as Messiah, will be thrown out into outer darkness. In that place, which is the fathers removed from the kingdom, there will be weeping and sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth and distress and anger. Then Jesus said to the Syrian, Centurion, excuse me, go, it will be done for as you have believed, and the servant will restored to health at the very hour. This is a great truth that happened when Jesus was on earth and ministering in Israel. This is a great lesson about faith and authority, amen? To have authority in the kingdom of God and in your daily life, you have to be like the centurion, knowing his place and knowing who has all authority and knows he is able to do whatever he wills and commands. Listen to what he says. Just give the word, Lord, and my servant will be healed. Didn't have the five steps to healing series. Didn't question Jesus and his authority. He just said, give the word because I recognize who you are, and your authority. Amen? We need this kind of faith, brothers and sisters. Grain of a mustard seed. Simple faith as a child. Not complicated in works, faith, but true faith in Christ. Amen? Go to Mark 1, verse 27. Mark 1, verse 27. And they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth even he, even the unclean spirit, that they do obey him. Now us too, brothers and sisters, in Jesus' name and authority. Amen. Hallelujah. Go to Matthew 28. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words. Baptize in them in the name of the Father and of the Son and Spirit teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And lo, I am always, I mean, I am with you always, remaining with you particularly regardless of circumstance and every occasion, even to the end of age. Amen. Praise God. 
Mark 13, 33 through 37. Mark 13, 33 through 37. Take heed, for ye know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is a man going into a strange country, and leaveth his house, and giveth authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commandeth the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house will come at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the dawning. Least if he come suddenly, he should find you sleeping. And those things that I say unto you, I say unto all men, watch. Don't be asleep. You have to be sober and awake to watch. Amen? Amen. This authority he has given us has great responsibility with it. Amen? We are to watch and pray, stay busy about the work of the Father in the kingdom of God. When I was studying this, I saw a scripture about no one knows the day and hour. Listen to the AMP version, amen? Mark 13, 32. But of that exact day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, listen to this, in his humanity, in humanity, but the Father alone. When he was in his humanity, but as part of the Godhead in spirit, he knows all things, as does the Father and the Holy Spirit. There is still rank and respect in the kingdom of God, and the Lord Jesus honors his Father and will wait until he gives the word. The blast of the trumpet of Almighty God to announce my church, my bride, and my children are coming home. Hallelujah! Long for that day, brothers and sisters, our blessed hope. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise to God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Praise our wonderful names. Praise God. Hallelujah. Luke 9, verse 1. Luke 9, verse 1. Oh, you can't get in the chat room? Are you in the chat room? Uh, brothers and sisters, that we're about done. Can anybody else put the scripture up that I'm putting out there? I I would sure would appreciate it. Amen. Luke nine verse one. Luke nine verse one. Amen. Then he called his twelve disciples together, and gave them power and authority over all devils, and to cure diseases. He has given you this power too, through his word, by his authority. Empowered by the indwelling Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Reality of real life. Reality of real life. Second Corinthians 10 verse 8. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 8. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord has given us for edification, not for your destruction. I should not be ashamed, amen, to edify nor judge or destroy people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Acts 3, Acts 3, verses 9 uh, 1 through 9, amen. Healing, 
the lame beggar. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, 3 p.m., and a man who had been unable to walk from birth was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, so that he could beg alms for those entering the temple. So when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking them for coins. But Peter, along with John, stared at him intently and said, Look at us. And the man began to pay attention to them, eagerly expecting to read something from them. But Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name, authority, and power of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, begin now to walk and go on walking. Then he seized the man's right hand with a firm grip and raised him up, and at once his feet and ankles became strong and steady. And with a leap he stood up and began to walk. And he went into the temple with him, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. Here we see Peter and John putting their faith in authority into action. By the name of the Lord Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit over the things that crippled and robbed this man of his health. He is restored to health totally healed by the name and the authority of Jesus Christ through his disciples, his brethren. Amen. You too are disciples, even more children of God. You are the beloved. You too have this faith and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Finished from our fellow bond servant in Christ, Jude. Jude 1, 17-24. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Praise his wonderful name, the word of God. But as for you, beloved, remember the prophetic words spoken by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They used to say to you, in the last days there will be scoffers following after their own ungodly passions. These are the ones who are agitators, causing division, worldly minding, secular unspiritual, carnal, merely sensual, unsaved, devoid of spirit. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy, tenually progress. Rise like a edifice higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit and keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously and looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you to eternal life. And have mercy on some who are doubting. Save others. Snatch them out of the fire. And on some have mercy, but with fear, loafing in even the clothing spotted or polluted by their shameless immoral freedom. Now to whom, now to him, verse 24, now to him who is able 
to keep you from stumbling or falling into sin and to present you unblemished, blameless, and faultless in the presence of his glory with thy triumphant joy and unspeakable delight to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power before all time and now and forever. Amen. So I pray that you know there is a spiritual realm and through Lord Jesus you have authority in this realm as it intertwines with our daily life. Know you have an enemy in this realm and you have authority over him through the mighty name of Jesus and his powerful applied blood over your heart and mind. A big dose of reality of real life that each of us live. Amen. Hallelujah. I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Let me find it here, brothers and sisters. Don't go up there. Ooh, that was bad. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. We'll get to it here in just a second, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Brother Al. Thank you for putting up the word of God. Praise God. Here we go. Who do you belong to? Tell me, brothers and sisters, who do you belong to? Amen. Jesus. There we go. Praise why I came tonight. I'd like to declare this. Who do you belong to? Who? It's about time you told me. One, two, three, four.
you, Lord. Amen. Bless God. Name of the Lord. We continue tonight, and that uh, Sis Brenda will bring a message about a study of Romans 8. Amen. Let me get it fixed up here. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Uh, Thank y'all for your prayers. I appreciate it very much. Uh, I think it's the weather or the fact that uh, we was on, we was at the Gulf this week. Amen. And walking in the sand is a complete (laughs) torturous activity that Buddy and my brother thought we needed to do. And I put full responsibility on, on them. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Anyways, I, I I tweaked my knees a little bit, and, and I really do think it was the sand and the walking up 14 flights of stairs to go to the apartment. Could, that could have had something to do with it. I'm not for sure, but that was has caused my knees to go. I had a great time. Does it sound like I'm I'm whining? <laughs> Do I need some nope. teas with my wine? No, God, never. Ooh, no, I had I had I had a great time, guys. I really did. Amen. And I met a wonderful sister. Oh wow, she was Amen. just a pleasure to be around. She rattled nearly as much as I do. <laughs> it was. Great, I tell you, Amen. and I want to tell you. Oh yeah, and that, great to meet you and your little girl. Oh, she just came up and to me and just hugged on me so tight. Well, God. anyway, I know I know we're trying to do a service, but I had to Amen. I had to put that little in there. Uh, it's always good to meet the brethren. Well, I that's why that's why I was going to ever have an opportunity to meet some people from the Lord's side. You know, I really do believe that. Try to because I'm telling you, I have been blessed many times over. I have, I know Buddy has got to meet more than I have, but I've got to meet just Crystal and Brother Elvie, and now I have met just Randy. I'm telling you, it was bless bless my socks off. <laughs> it did indeed, and I just thought anyway that was there, and thank y'all so much for the prayers, my. I, I got I got my knee propped up now since the, for some reason the computer is doing whatever the computer is doing I don't even I don't even know what it's doing just going around in circles. But the laptop's working awesome, praise God. But the computer the little thing's going around in circles, around in circles. <laughs> so anyway, um, today's uh, amazing, and it and it's all because I start. While we was on vacation, one of our lessons was, I mean, when Romans eight, Roman, God, Romans eight, and absolutely, I could not get that out of my head. 
Romans 8 is like yeah, the end all of end all. Well, you know, one thing I can say, I mean, the Holy Spirit is saying here right now. Remember what Paul was talking about in Romans 7 about dealing and, and, and having struggles with the flesh. Him, Me. great man of God. And in, in the first verse of Romans 8, Paul says, even with all this going on, he says in Romans 8, 1, therefore, there is no condemnation in those who, in Christ Jesus, who walk after the Spirit and not the flesh. Amen? Amen. That we walk after the Spirit, that we need the Spirit of God in our lives. Amen? Amen. Right, Amen. So, here, here I, I found this service, and I just absolutely adored it. And so, to all further ado, let's 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 row. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. In football homes, Joe Namath was a was a household name. Old and off the field in the New York Jets earned him a spot in NFL Hall of Fame and a Super Bowl ring. After his his underdog Jets beat the Colts in the Super Bowl three, <laughs> Namath had the gall to guarantee a victory in the championship game and pull it off. His his pro football fans have never forgotten the way Namath ran off the field that night holding up. One index finger slightly reminding the world that he made the guarantee good. And unlikely, it's unlikely that Apostle Paul was holding up one single finger when he finished writing the letter to the Romans. But maybe he could have. After all, what we call Romans chapter 8 is known today as one of the greatest chapters in all the Bible. Amen. If if Bible chapters had a Hall of Fame, you can rest assured Romans 8 would be enshrined there. <laughs> Charles Stanley tells the story of a professor who wanted to teach his students a lesson about grace. Great article that illustrates the concept of grace written by Charles Stanley. It goes like this. One of the more memorable seminary professors had a particular way of illustrating to his students the concept of grace. At the end of his evangelism course, he would distribute the exam and caution the class to read it all the way through before beginning to answer it. This caution was written on the exam as well. As we read the test, it became unquestionably clear that to each of us that we had not studied nearly enough. The further we read, the worse it became. About halfway through, audible groans could be heard throughout the lecture hall. On, on the last page, however, was a note that read, you have a choice. You can either complete the exam as given or sign your name at the bottom and in doing so receive an A for this assignment. 
We set their son, Stanley said. Was he serious? Just sign it and get an A? Slowly, the point dawned on us. One by one, we turned in our test and silently filed out of the room. When we talked to the professor about it afterwards, he shared some of the reactions he had received through the years. Some students began to take the exam without reading it all the way through, and some would sweat it out for the entire two hours of class time before reaching the last page. Others read the first the first two pages, became angry, turned in the test, test in blank, and stormed out the room without signing it. They never realized what was available and as a result, and they lost out totally. Bella, however, read the entire test, including the note at the end, but decided to take the test anyway. He did not want any gift. He wanted to earn his grade, and he did. He made a C plus, but he didn't. He, but he could have easily received an A. Mm. Romans chapter eight is the last line of the test of life. All who read the words here and believe them pass God's test with flying colors. They get a they get an A. Some heard, some hear about God's holiness and give up ever trying to make the grade. Some of those spend the entire lifetime angry at God who desires to give them grace. And of course, a lot of people depend on morality and good deeds to get them to heaven. And they do their best to work their way to God's approval. Unfortunately, nothing less than, than a perfect score will do. And and only by God's grace can any of us earn, achieve a perfect score. Like Charles Stanley's professor, God makes an offer that seems to be too good to be true. But it is true. And the only question is, ultimately matter, would you take the grace of God? On June 25, 1981, Eugene Lang returned to the elementary school he had attended 54. 53 years earlier, Lang was a successful businessman. By the time, by this, by this time, a man worth millions. But the neighborhood he grew up hadn't changed, has changed drastically. East Harlem children were poor, and the dropout rate for the community schools were among the highest in the nation. As Lang made the standard graduation day speech, about working hard, studying, going to college, he noticed that hardly anyone was paying attention. So that's when he changed his speech. That this is the first graduation, just the perfect time to dream, he says. Dream of what you want to be, the kind of life you wish to build, and believe in, and believe in that dream. Be prepared to work for it. Always remember, each dream is important because it is your dream, it is your future, and it is worth working for. You must study, he continues. You must learn. You must attend junior high. You must attend high school and then college. The words are empty. No one really believes that. Kids will make it. Statistics 
the history argues against this speech. But he continues, stay in school and I'll... The speaker pauses. And then, as if suddenly inspired, he blurts out, I will give each of you a college scholarship. After a second of silence, a wave of emotional cheering and a station rolled over the room. It was a start of an amazing movement that has seen more than 12,000 students attend college with the help of more than 200 additional generous sponsors. In the first year of the promise, however, Lang did more than guarantee the money to for 61 sixth-graders. Grader, he helped school administrators prepare the students for college, even hiring tutors for the students, give them the very best chance of making their way to and through college. To say the least, these sixth-graders and their families found out that Eugene Lang was for them. Doesn't it make a difference if you know that someone is for you? Get ready for some good news. Amen. Dun, 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 dun. God is for you. Amen. Hallelujah. The verse says, if God is for us, the Greek word it, for if, in this case, doesn't mean that God, God's being for us is a possibility. Instead, it's a certainty. Amen. If the clock at work tells you it's 1230 and you, you might say, I'm going to lunch. I'm going to eat lunch today. I better get going. More, li- more than likely, the statement isn't about the possibility of lunch. It's about eating lunch. Amen. No, this, state, this statement isn't about the possibility of God's love for us. It's about the certainty of God's Hallelujah. love for each certainty. of us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Take a moment to savor each word. God is for us. God is for us. Amen. God is for us. God is for us. Your family may have turned your back on you. Your child may have disappointed you. Your job may have disappeared into thin air of layoffs or cutbacks. But the maker of the mountain is for you. The one who laid the floor of the ocean is for you. The one who scattered the more than 100 billion stars over a billion galaxies and is the scientists say is the length of more than 30 million light years with a playful toss of his hand is for you. God is for you. Amen. Not was. Not was, not will be, or might be, but is right now. There is no waiting. There is no uh, probationary period. There is no small print to wade through. Right now, God is for you. His availability to you is not dependent on whether you or you, whether you, whether or not you've being good or bad, 
He's not some kind of Santa Claus deity checking his list twice or frowning that you might, on, on what you did last week. No, God is for you Amen. right now. Amen. Praise God. Oh. God, let's do it, say it again one more time. Ready? God is for you. Amen. Praise God. He's the one racing down the sidelines, cheering your touchdown Amen. run. He's the one coming to the mount just before you pitch the the best pitch of the other team. He's encouraging you, telling you that he knows that you can do it. Amen. And he's to the dugout, and he's ready to believe that you can because God is for you. He knows your favorite food, your favorite way to spend the afternoon, and he wants to overwhelm you with good things because he is for you. God is for you. He's got your photograph on the refrigerator. That's your birthday on his calendar. If God has a bumper sticker of some kind of a heavenly car, you're the kid who made the honor roll. You're the kid he's bragging on. From Isaiah 49, 16 comes the amazing statement. I have written your name on my hand. Your name, your your details in my heart, your heart. There you go. Because God is for you. God is for you. Amen. Everyone out there listening, God is for you. God is for you. I'm telling you right now, for you. Amen. Despite your failure. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The problems we have with the problem we have with Roman eight and the idea that God is for us is that we're so familiar with our failures. And so says the heart. God might be for other people, but I've done so so much wrong. I've made so many mistakes, made too many poor choices. I can't really believe that God would be for me because God knows all about me. Take heart. The man who wrote the, the words Romans 8 also wrote the words of Romans 7. Amen. He did. That's what I was saying. He was dealing with How have, had I sinned? For starters, he had persecuted the first generation of believers and watched Stephen's execution in the shadows of where the cross once stood. Even as Paul became a great church planner and writer of the letters that would soon make the New Testament, he battled the sinful urges of his own heart. Thank you, Lord. Excuse me. Warren Buffett was once the greatest investor of our day. He is also known as the wealthiest man in the world. Buffett is so famous that he is as a special edition of the Monopoly board that featured him and his companies. In June 2005, Buffett decided to raise money for his charitable foundation by offering an online auction for someone to have lunch with him. The winning bid was $351,000, the price of X. Do, you, do we recognize the value of wisdom of God's word? 
and our access to the eternal God in prayer and worship, despite our sin, and we still have we still have free and open access to God. That is grace. Amen. Mm. Oh, what my eyes went. Sorry, can't can't read. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. If Satan were a lawyer, he would he'd have an easy case. God says the liar suddenly telling the truth. This one has harbored impure thoughts. This one has even acted upon those thoughts. Here are here are the recorded, verifiable, certified, and notarized cases of gossip, sexual sin, hatred, bitterness, cheating, lying, covetous, self madness, laziness, drunkenness, and the list goes on. Mm. It gets embarrassingly personal, horribly, horribly public in the courtroom of heaven, and we're guilty. We stop the speech, step forward, and announce it. God, I know I have, I'm supposed to, I, what I'm supposed to do, but I can't seem to do it. Father, I knew better. I did wrong. I don't deserve your mercy, your love, your salvation. I don't deserve for you to be my with me any longer. Can I ask you something? What made you think you deserve it in the first place? Mm. Amen. God knew about your sin then. Yeah. God knows about it now. Yeah. He is still for us. Amen. Roughly two thousand years ago Jesus died. For every sin you committed before you accepted him Amen. as your Savior. He knew in advance that you, you'd blow it before you became a Christian. And guess what? Jesus was also well aware that you, weren't, you wouldn't achieve perfection after you became a believer. Neither. Paul never got there. I haven't achieved it yet. I'm still, thriving, still striving towards a go. He, he'd write in Philippians mm-hmm. before, before prepare his last words. Perhaps his last words, I'm sorry. So, we're sinners. And Satan reminds us of that. Paul was smart. Instead of listening to Satan's accusing words of his shortcomings, Paul listened once more to the message of Christ. Amen. And so he, he leaves the dark words of Romans 7 to the startling statement of chapter 8 begins. Therefore, yeah. there is no condemnation Hallelujah. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Is it any wonder that the early Christians simply refer to the New Testament as the good news. Amen. God is what? For us. God is for you. Despite all that you've done, That's you right. have 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 you come face to face? If you're in chapter in seven, in if you're in the seventh chapter of your own personal letter to the Romans, 
it's quite possible that the best chapter of your life is just to ride around the corner. Amen. Thank you, Lord. If Satan is reminding you right now of your sins that you committed, it's possible that he's tried to get you to quit, to give up hope on God that loves you because he knows that chapter 8 is a ride around the corner. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Don't quit. Why? God is for you. God is for you. Praise God. Amen. And the proof that God is for you, the cross is Thank proof you, that God loves you. Amen. It is, it is said so quickly. Okay. It is said so quickly. God did not spare his own son. The words were too short to justify for justice of what happened. Amen. So let's, let's, let's think about that for a second. Mm. You you might sum up the sacrifice of another person's lifetime by saying simply, her son died in the war. Mull over that for a moment. Okay? Mm. Her son died in the war. Only when she first discovered she was to be a mom, she felt the nausea for weeks. She connected with the baby first through the morning sickness. Soon when the nausea passed, she felt the, the child kick her in the inside. It was common for him to wake her up in the middle of the night. Towards the end of the pregnancy, she slept hardly at all. Eventually, she felt the labor pain. The screaming of agony More, moments before she saw the most precious sight she ever laid eyes on. The nurse called the, the, she nursed the baby boy. She gave up sleep for this boy. She held his fragile infant. She changed the diaper. She washed the diaper. She dried the diaper. She folded the diaper. She bounced him through the colic, rocking him through the fever. She cheered his first steps and walked wiped away his tears and the blood from his first grape. She provided the the discipline. She read the book. She she took him to school. She learned she learned as many spelling words as he did. She explained math and history and the mystery of girls. She watched him grow tall and strong and provided socks and shoes for every step of the way. She learned the rules of his favorite sport and a favorite meal for his favorite girl. She read the newspaper with the frightening headlines. She cried when her when he left. She wrote the letters and prayed for miracles. She provided the perfect weekend for the last Thanksgiving together. She answered the door when the officer came with the news that her baby boy had died in a ditch at the hands of the enemy who did not give a moment's thought about the man he shot. And so comes the statement, her son died in the war. Mm. Can a six-word statement really tell the story? No way. Paul gives us God did not spare his own son. Paul used only seven words to describe the heartbreaking heartbreak of heaven. We read them too quickly in a matter of seconds or two. 
we must slow down and realize that there is no way any of us could ever comprehend what it was like to be Jesus or take his robe of life, leave the halls of heaven, make himself an orgasm buried in the darkness of a peasant girl's womb so that one day after the after all of the words, after all the teaching, after all the miracles, he could die the most horrific death known to man so that that men might finally know God. God not God did not spare his own son. God God is for us. My how God is for us. The cross is unspeakable undescribable proof that God is for us. Amen. Hallelujah. That God is for us. In October 2005, Moses Betok celebrated an experience he had a life, waited a lifetime to achieve. He became a U.S. citizen. That alone would have been enough to give the Native Kenyan, the happiest days of his life, but it was just a pre- prelude. On the way home from from, from the Demois, Iowa Federal Building, Batak stopped at the gas station to see the winning numbers of the Iowa Hot Lotto game. He was surprised to find out that he had just won $1.89 million dollars it's almost like you adopted a new country and they and then and they netted one point eight million dollars, Fatak said. It doesn't happen anywhere, I guess only in America. Mm. Want to see something really amazing? As soon as a person accepts Christ, he was given citizenship to the kingdom of God and look. guaranteed a heavenly reward and it would put any riches on earth to shame. Amen. From the verse, from verse thirty-two comes that God will graciously give us all things, Amen. or perhaps to say, He freely gives us all things. One translation, one translation says, He will lavish us upon us all that He has to give. Another says, After giving His Son, is there anything else that would wouldn't gladly be freely do for us? It's all it's all from one another Greek word that that used only once in the Greek translation of the Old Testament and only a handful of times in the New Testament. From Luke's gospel, for instance, the same Greek word tells of a day when Jesus gave sight to many who were blind. Picture it. Blind people begging for a living. One gives a dollar, another five. One one brings an extra portion of his lunch so the blind man can eat. Another brings a book and reads it during the afternoon so the blind can hear. And then Jesus comes with his gift. Sight. Amen. See, screams the blind man, hugs to Jesus, and he he suddenly sees a blind beggar would have received little gifts for his entire life, but nothing 
nothing would have overwhelmed him like the gift of sight. That is a lavish gift. What would be greater? A gift of a gas tank or a gift of a new vehicle? (laughs) A night on the hotel in a hotel might be a great gift for a newlywed couple. But what about a gift of a new home paid in full? The comparison almost can't be made. But that's that's the context. That's the depth of what the verse is trying to share with us. God doesn't just want to give us a tank of gas, a night on town, or $5 handouts. He has such great things in mind for you that he'll overwhelm you with the goodness. He's already given his son specifically to die for you. So why wouldn't he then giving you forgive you of your sins, Paul asked. So do do bad things happen? Sure. But God is what? For us. Even the worst of times aren't going to separate us from, from that truth. Do we continue to sin despite knowing the, that grace that grace of Romans eight? Yes. I'm afraid we do. And we pay different prices for the wrongs we commit. But God is for us anyway. In the conclusion, one more illustration. During the eight the nineteenth century, Ireland was stricken by a potato famine. During this time, many of the Irish people immigrated immigrated to America. A young Irish boy stowed away on an America-bound ship. At sea, the the ship struck an iceberg and began to scramble frantically for the lifeboat. The captain supervised the activity and was the last to leave the sinking vessel. When he looked back at the ship, he saw the young stowaway coming out of hiding. The brave captain, captain ordered his lifeboat back to the sinking ship. He climbed aboard and rescued the boy, put him on the seat, and the captain was vacated in the only available place of the lifeboat. As the lifeboat slowly pulled away from the sinking ship, the captain yelled out to the boy, Son, never forget, those who have never received the gift need to take action to do so immediately. Those who have received the gift and yet forgotten its value must commit rec- must recommit to a life to that honors the gift giver. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is for us. Who can be against us? Amen. Amen. We are redeemed. Amen. <laughs> Struggle 
uniqueness, and excellence. Isaiah 44, 3 and 4. For I know pure water. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. They will spring up among you like grass, like willow in the water, by the water courses. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 44, 3 and 4. Praise God. When parents walk in truth, the relationship with God provides streams of living water. Amen. That constantly flow through the lives of their children. This nurtures them spiritually and helps them grow and helps them grow. Children are constantly watered by the example of their parents and by the training they receive and should continually to grow in God as a result. In fact, living trees never stop growing. Scripture says John the Baptist and even Lord Jesus grew and became strong in spirit when they when they when they were children. God's people should expect the same of their children. That's right. As as our key spring of the righteousness shall spring up like willows willows by the water course. Amen. Willow trees become because of their drooping branches, can remind us of the needs of the humble before God, to bow before him submissively and adoringly. In this passage, our seeds are are characterized this way, but the willow could also speak of children who are unique and extraordinary. Who excel in the gifting and calling of life. Children who stand out in the crowd as willow trees stand out in contrast by mere grass. Our prayer declaration, for I and my children add your children. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I believe Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, and Veronica. And their spouses and their children will spring up before you and be humble, submissive, and adoring towards you all all their days. I confess that because you promised to pour out your spirit and your blessing on my offspring, it will come to pass. Joshua and Emma and Scotty and April and Jessica yeah, and Bobby and Veronica and their and their children yes. will ever grow up in the, in the things of God, nourished by the uh, constant flow yes. of the river of God's presence yes. in their lives. Yes. In the name of Jesus. My faith, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Need to fix this. Brothers and sisters, that we know that 
we are a house that we ask the Lord to make us a house of prayer. Amen. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. Make me a house, make me a house of prayer, a house of prayer. Fire on my altar, never burn out. Make me a house of prayer. 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 Make me a house of pr
I know sure the first thing pray for salvation for our lost loved ones. Amen. Pray for our salvation for our lost loved ones, each family. Amen. Praise God. We know that. Amen. Uh pray for a friend named Tina from Brother uh Al. She had blood clots. A uh, brother we can pray for. And uh praise God, I can give you some wisdom about uh, natural things. Cinnamon and capsicum or uh yeah, uh red crush I mean red pepper. Those kind of things can give uh, promote circulation, garlic and all those different kind of herbs that God made. Amen. And a a, tep- a topical thing, uh, Brother Al, is something called arnica. Let me see if I put it in there. With Brother Al. It's called arnica, brother. Let's see. Something called arnica. It's a topical uh, gel made from a plant. And I can tell you, brothers and sisters, uh, by the experience, I've seen it work. Praise God. Amen. By the natural things. But we will pray. We will pray. We know Jesus is the healer. And he can He can make those clocks dissolve. Very simple. Amen. Uh, salvation for Weston, Warren, and Roger. Warren and Roger. They need a Damascus Road experience. <laughs> oh, Lord. Amen. A lot of times we all do. Amen. That We've seen it. We've seen what it does uh, with some of uh, Sis Brenda's family. Amen. We know that the Lord can do that kind of thing. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, you get knocked off your pride real in a hurry. Amen. Anybody else? Any prayer requests, uh, put down the need to pray for Israel and Jerusalem. I mean, pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, you got that? Pray for Brother Paul and Sis Gail, for sure. Minister Paul. A man, a watchman on the wall for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray for the Lord's hour. All who serve here, praise God. Yes. Yes, for each one of them. Yes. Amen. We need to pray for uh, Sis Janet and her family and for her daughter's baby to be born without defects. That the baby be, be whole. The baby be whole. Amen. No, it's Sis Marietta, Sharon. Amen. Pray for uh, uh, Brother Mr. 2262's daughter, Rachel, Rebecca. Pretty name, Rebecca. Pray for his, his daughter for Rebecca. Amen. Amen. To stay focused, yeah, keep our eyes on Jesus. Amen, brother. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. God's people. Amen. 
That's right, brother. Stay focused on Jesus, on Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anyone else? Amen. Pray for Sis Barbara that she restored to be perfect health. Amen. Praise God. Yes. Pray for brothers, uh, I mean, for Sis Barbara and for Brother Dan. Amen. We'll pray for our brother and sister in Christ. Pray for strength to be there and help her. Amen. Yes, pray for the election here in America. God have mercy who we have, the candidates we have. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Still dealing with that, brother, huh? We need to pray for Gawel Jawadi. Need for prayer for healing from headaches and staying in the full armor of God. Hallelujah. Yes, brother. Amen. I know, brother. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> Not much choice, is there? Oh, God of mercy. <laughs> we just we just stand and believe in the Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord. He's the king. It don't matter who's the president. Jesus is king. Hallelujah. We have that. Praise God. All right, brothers and sisters, we need to go to the Lord in prayer. Anybody else? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen, you're right, brother. It's no election. It's a comedy show. Comedy errors. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, join me, brothers and sisters, as we focus and look to the Lord Jesus as we pray. Amen. Father God, we just praise and honor you. We give you all the glory for the Lord Jesus, our mighty Savior, Lord and King, and your precious Son. Lord God, we thank you for all you have done for us that you're doing and going to do. Lord, we come before you. We come to the mercy seat. We approach the mercy seat with the blood of the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you for the dose of reality that you have given us and the reality of real life, Lord. And Father, we thank you for the book of Romans in the chapter 8, praise God, that encourages and lifts us up and know how much you truly love us and how much grace and mercy you give us and how much righteousness and truth you have. Lord, we just praise you, and we pray for the lost. Oh, Lord, we pray for each one of our family members. Lord God, we pray for each one of our friends. We pray for each one of our co-workers in all our life. We pray for each a schoolmate at schools for the younger ones who go to school still. Lord, we pray for their salvation and their souls to be saved, Lord, that they are lost and they will be found by you, Lord, that they would see who you truly are in their hearts and minds. Lord, Father God, that you draw them to your son, the Lord Jesus, that Jesus said, when I am high and lifted up, all will be drawn, all men will be drawn to me. Lord, we just pray that that drawing keep happening in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that they will come to saving grace and mercy of God. Father, I pray this friend, I mean, for our friend Tina, and we pray you dissolve the blood clots by your power, supernatural power, by your spirit, and that you are a great healer, Lord. And when you touch people, they're healed in the name.
we just thank you and praise you that you are the great physician and healer, Lord, and that you would heal her, and it will be a testimony that Jesus is the healer, the great healer of all mankind. Father God, we pray for Weston and Warren and Roger, and we pray for salvation and life in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if you had to bring them to a Damascus experience, let it come forth in the name of Jesus, Lord, to wake them up and that they can see the truth and know they need Jesus. Lord, I pray for Sis Crystal, and I pray for her husband and salvation and that you would help him with his green card, Lord, that he can become legal, and Lord, that he can stay and work here, that you would, that this would come about, that show him that you are truly will work in his life, and he will cry out to you, and that salvation will come to this heart, Lord, and that he will be saved, Lord, and, and that he will come to Christ in the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, we pray for Israel, and we pray for Jerusalem, and Lord, we pray for the peace of Israel, and we say blessings to Israel, Lord, and we pray for the ministries that are ministering to the Jews and to the lost in Israel, and we pray for our brothers and sisters in the ministries there, our messianic brothers that are sharing the truth about Yeshua is the Hamashiach, hallelujah. Lord, we, we pray for Paul and Sis Gail, and we thank you for Minister Paul and Sis Gail and for the ministry that you have given them and that they're watchmen on the wall in the name of the Lord Jesus and that they share the truth of your word, Lord. And we thank you for the anointing that you have put upon them and what wonderful truths and revelations you're bringing forth. And Father, I thank you for Brother Elby and I thank you for the Lord's Hour and I thank you for uh, Brother Pablo and, and, and Sis Carla and, and Brother Kelvin, and, and all that serve at the Lord's Hour, even us, me and Sis Brenda, we need you, Lord. And we need, you, need your anointing, and we need your guidance, Lord. We are bond servants of Christ. And, Lord, that we humbly come before you and serve you, and we need you in our lives, Lord. Be guided by your Holy Spirit, and we pray you help us and refresh us and strengthen us and watch over us, Lord. And everyone who comes to the Lord's Hour, Lord, that you will help each one of them. And we just thank you and praise you. Father, we pray for Sis Janet. And we pray, Lord, that you would bless her and her daughter and healing and wholeness to the child in her womb in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for Rebecca and Brother Mr. 2262. We pray for her daughter to keep her eyes on Jesus and stay focused on the prize that's before her through the Lord Jesus. And, Lord, we pray for healing for Sis Barbara and health. And, Lord, we pray for Brother Dan to give him strength and wisdom and direction to help with Sis Barbara in the ministry. Lord, we pray for the elections. Lord God, we pray that there will be some man that would be humble and look to you for guidance and direction to lead our nation. And, Lord, we pray for Brother Kowal Jawadi. We pray for healing upon him. We rebuke those headaches in the name of Jesus and by the authority of Jesus Christ to tell them to go out of his head in Jesus' name and that he will be healed and have the mind of Christ and be focused and that he can put on the full armor of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for blessings and I pray for wisdom and anointing for Brother Al 
and for Brother Javon and Sis Marietta and Brother Quail Jawadi and Sis Sunshine 13 and Brother Mr. 2262. Watch over and protect them. Lift them up and strengthen them, Lord. Let us all watch and pray that we will be a house of prayer. And Lord, that we let the light of God shine through us to the lost, dying world in the darkness to let the light so shine. And we praise you and thank you for another day and night, Lord, that we look to you and thank you for all you're doing in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. And brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus is coming for a pure bride. Amen. Hallelujah. He's coming for a pure bride. He's coming for a pure bride. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He's coming for a pure bride. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He's coming for a
Going to bed already? Yeah. She's a tired woman, huh? Yeah. You can rest now. I know. You're the good sweet baby. Uh. Whew.
Amen. Did you know, baby? Amen. Risen is the number one movie in America. Wow. And uh, do you see the picture of Chad and uh, Haley? It's it's uh, it's it's a uh, uh, dad and daughter dance. Looks great. Yeah. Okay, baby.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 